0: Westchester Talk Radio is broadcasting live. News, trends, and more. No one knows Westchester County better than we do. We are Westchester Talk Radio. Good day. Welcome to Westchester Talk Radio. Westchestertalkradio.com, produced by Shark Creative. I'm John Marino, and we are made possible by Robeson Oil, the house that service by Lipolis Electric, don't be left in the dark, get Lipolis. By Hightower Westchester, managing your wealth to a fiduciary standard. By White Plains Hospital, by Michael Labriola, landscape design and construction of Armont and by Tompkins, pack Bank. Here at the Cup of Joe political show here on Westchester Talk Radio, we are joined by Howard Sturman. Howard Sturman is the publisher and CEO of the Hometown Media Group across Westchester, the Sound Shore area of Westchester, and a political analyst at AM 1460 WVOX Radio in New Rochelle, Howard Sturman. Welcome back to Westchester Talk Radio. It's been an interesting end of summer into the early portion of fall. We are still dealing with COVID. Do we see vaccine mandates coming our way in Westchester like we see in some areas in New York City now?
1: I think it's possible, John. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, it's always nice to be here. Uh, but uh, yes, I do think it is possible. Um, you you look at our governor, who has moved to uh, pass these mandates for public hospitals, which, if not successful, could create the, probably the biggest healthcare crisis that New York has ever endured. Um, but uh, I think it's possible. Uh, I, I see people, it seems like everybody's following one another. So um, yes, it's possible. That's the only way I could say.
0: Mm-hmm. We see it in New York City where in a few days if you're a teacher and you're not vaccinated, at least one shot, you won't be able to work already. As you alluded to in the healthcare and the hospital industry, we see people losing their jobs, and the way things are being set up, they won't be able to apply for unemployment. How do we run a hospital system like this? For example, as the governor has alluded to, she may call in the national guard if I need an intravenous line put in me. Do you think a national guard member might know where to stick the needle or the apparatus that needs to be inserted into me?
1: Uh, well, it You'd might be. work for you. It might work for you, but not for me. Uh-huh. Uh, I uh, I am very, very disturbed by this. I think um, this has not been thought out. Um, and uh, you have to understand that the healthcare workers that aren't vaccinated, which I believe is about 80,000 healthcare workers in New York, um, they have their reasons. And look, I'm not an anti-vax, uh, but I also you've
0: gotten a so, vaccine, so you cannot be anti-vax. That's right. That's right. I am
1: vaccinated. Uh, I am debating whether or not to get the booster or not, uh, because the problem is, and this is the problem I have as well as the other healthcare workers, is we don't trust what comes out of Washington, and this has become more of a political thing, I believe, than following the science. And if you think about the CDC, uh, who uh, came up with uh, these various mask mandates uh, and other things, they, they voted 16 to 2 not to proceed with that. Uh, but Rachel uh, Walensky, who is the CDC director, she, over, she vetoed that and overturned that and decided on her own without any backing or basis, I'm going forward with the political agenda. And my feeling is, is that, you know, people say, why would they do this? My feeling is, is that it's a diversion. They, you don't have to talk about other issues if you're talking COVID because scaring people um, and forcing them to do things to their body that um, would normally not be ever stood for in, in you know, in the past um, is not going to work at the end of the day.
0: Now, I do believe in vaccines, but we see the president come out before we get the CDC's verdict that we should get booster shots as the panel decided, although that got shot down and then they were approved for 65 and over and for those with certain conditions. And the president apparently came out and said, we need booster shots before we got the official medical word. Does this lead to the disconnect between Washington, D.C., between those who make our laws, our rules and regulations with the average person on the street?
1: Well, yeah, there is a major disconnect. And uh, for the first time ever, uh, in a recent poll, this country uh, does not trust COVID information. It became 49% of the people uh, now trust it. So, That is a negative, uh, and it has dropped, I think it was 58% when Biden first took office. So in in poll taking, that's a big drop. Um, And again, there's been so many, I'm going to call them lies, because I can't think of a better description of them. They're not half-truths. They're not anything else. There's been so many lies that have come out of Washington, uh, and for that matter, our state government. Uh, So it's hard to know who to trust. How about
0: COVID numbers? And we see them go up, down, up, down. We worried about after Labor Day, a potential spike after people got together on Labor Day weekend and even beyond that, too. And here we are now, October, ready to begin, final quarter of the year, ready to begin. COVID numbers around Westchester, where do they stand as opposed to just a few weeks back?
1: Well, you know, everybody has a different way of calculating this, Uh, and I want to start with that. Um, We should not be counting cases. Um, We should be counting hospitalizations and deaths, Uh, and those are the numbers that count. If we counted every person that ever got the flu, those numbers would be staggering, uh, and, and, but we count how many deaths there are in, in flu, um, which clearly COVID has overtaken, uh, over the last 18 months, I guess it is, um, or not quite 18. Uh, but, um, you know, the, the, the counting method is the larger, the larger number seems to put fear in everybody.
0: Okay, It puts fear in people. But should we not count anybody who has come down with a case of COVID, whether or not that person succumbs fatally to it or not, just so we know well, how I'm much of it is out there?
1: No, because where it is out there, too. So have we ever asked about any other disease or any other uh, virus? No, but we this haven't. is
0: much more, just so much more serious than the flu. Says who? Says many medical experts and people okay. I know who've gotten it and had it and dealt with it. People. But I know why is it? Up why is the
1: death rate? Why is the death rate dropped dramatically?
0: Because of everything we've done to try to mitigate and stem the flow, like vaccines. What's, and what's like everything? Distancing.
1: It seems to me the only thing that's been done is vaccines. Right. I
0: think people have alluded also to to the guidance of doing things like distancing and doing other things too and staying at home and doing what needs to be done. Not so much anymore because we have been given the green light to do a lot of what we did before, but I don't think society has really gotten back to what we did before. And I think that's the real, I don't want to use the term drawback, but I think that's the real answer to what we are looking for? If we opened everything up totally like it was
1: before, what we're would We're not happen? being allowed. We're not being not allowed. Being allowed. That. Right. We're not being it for
0: medical reasons why we're not being allowed?
1: I don't see it. Show me where they come from.
0: Okay. Now we see schools and the way they are operating around Westchester. We have, I guess, a combination of in-person and hybrid and remote learning going on, depending upon the school district. We have the shutdown of the Blind Brook District recently.
1: The Ridge Street School closed not because of COVID. It closed because of damage that was done uh, as a result of the the last storm. Uh, the same thing for New Rochelle High School. It wasn't a COVID uh, reason that it closed. Unfortunately, the end result is... Uh, is online learning uh but uh and people want to co-mingle it i i think you're talking apples and oranges
0: mm-hmm. the school systems how are they reacting throughout this new school year so far are they trying to operate normally or is still or or is there still lots of trepidation about what is going on with covid and huh. it, do they seem a bit hands-offish in some districts, or is it pretty much normal operation most of the way around?
1: Well, I think first of all you have to respect the awesome responsibility that the administrative people have, uh, caring for tens of thousands of students, uh, and um, you know from from eight thirty to three thirty, uh, these kids, these other people's children, are your are their responsibility. Uh, so, you know, if I was sitting in that chair, yes, I would, I would be overcautious. Uh, I probably would not want to take any chance of risking any one of my children that I have uh, under my charge, uh, anything. But are they acting? No, they're following, they're following what the teachers union asked for uh, and what they got.
0: We have a new governor, Kathy Hochul. You talked about her when we opened up. Is Kathy Hochul governing the way we expected her to govern? And I think a lot of people expected her to be just left of center. She seems to be moving far left. Is she trying to solidify her base to run for election next year. I don't use the term re-election technically because she was not elected governor. She was elected lieutenant governor and was elevated when Andrew Cuomo stepped down.
1: Uh, well, first of all, uh, I can tell when somebody is interested in running again by the volume of press releases that we get. Uh, and she is outdoing any other candidate in the state as far as uh, press releases
0: all right now she has a reputation of working very hard as one local representative said to me a westchester representative in the state assembly said to me you know she's always kept a pretty tough schedule she starts in albany she you know she's from buffalo she may go up to buffalo for an event and then out to montauk and work her way back through manhattan and then through westchester and gets back to albany and finds out that there's something going on in Rochester at 8 p.m. that maybe she should be at, so she'll go to Rochester and get back to Albany after midnight. Could it be just that she's a workaholic?
1: Well, I th- I think, look, just because someone works hard doesn't mean they're working well, okay? Uh, and I have some concerns about her, uh, and I don't have, you know, I I, I saw her last speech where uh, she was at a church and uh, talked about uh, the connection uh, to God and to Jesus. And um, this was kind of a little eerie. This is the kind of stuff that when the the evangelists from the deep South would be talking about uh, that used to trouble everybody also. Um, So, I think she is working real hard to pick up her base. Uh, she was known as a moderate Democrat. She is now clearly a uh, borderline on progressive. Uh, she's following all the leads there. Uh, is she is she popular? No, she's not popular yet. because most People, people don't know her, so it's tough that's to be right. popular. Yeah, she's as hard as she tries to be in the news. She just hasn't taken off as a media darling. Um, uh, Like Cuomo used to know how to work the media, Uh, and uh, media, whether they liked him or not, he knew how to work them.
0: He didn't know how to work you though,
1: right? You you don't know.
0: Do that. See, somebody's Uh, trying to work you right now, and you're basically telling them, no, we'll talk later, right?
1: That's what I just did. There you go. Uh
0: (laughs) That's kind of like the way the treatment I get, right? Hey, Marino, uh, you don't know how to work me. I'll work you.
1: I, I have your uh, your uh, telephone number blocked anyway. There, <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> I've tried. and Nothing goes through. So yeah. it just bounces back. So, But Andrew Cuomo, like you said, knew how to work the media. Kathy Hochul so far has been a different animal in that regard. Could it be that she doesn't care what the media thinks of her?
1: No, I think it's just the opposite. I think she cares very much. She hasn't hit her stride yet. Uh, she is becoming more and more media savvy every day. Um, but she's not there yet. And she has a little time to work the crowd, uh, to get to a place where it uh, might work out for her.
0: She did get rid of Howard Zucker, the health commissioner who was hand-in-hand with Andrew Cuomo and that mandate over a year ago of taking COVID-positive patients out of hospitals and sticking them in nursing homes and adult care facilities, leading to that whole fiasco. And there was talk when Hochul took office that Howard Zucker's days were numbered. There was a legality, apparently, where she could not let him go until they were 45 days into her new administration. Now, Howard Zucker is getting the heave-ho as Other Cuomo stalwarts are getting the heave and have gotten it too as well. And apparently she's cut off funding from the state for Cuomo associates who are leaving office, but may be involved or embroiled into the investigations into Andrew Cuomo's alleged sexual harassment or the way he handled nursing homes during the COVID crisis, which that seems to be a good move that if you did something wrong, the state is not going to pay for it. You have to go pay for and defend yourself out of your own pocket.
1: Well, uh, that was a that was a mouthful there, John. Uh, But uh, um, you know, Howard Zucker, I believe, is the first one to drop here. Uh, This investigation, uh, everybody can read the handwriting on the wall. Somebody has to take a fall for the nursing home debacle during the COVID. Or is Uh, this
0: that you say they have to take a fall? Is this the new governor looking at what Howard Zucker might have done and not it really being a fall, but her looking at it and saying, you know, Howard, you did something wrong here. I cannot have you employed by me.
1: No, I think she and as well as he are starting to feel the heat. This investigation has been heating up. And, you know, he would probably, if If it came down that he was charged with something, he'd have to resign. Uh, So this was a cleaner way of him getting out of office. Um, And he also had his own issues.
0: We've seen other people not to the level of a Howard Zucker being let go by the governor or about to be let go, have gotten their walking papers, maybe have a little time to clean their office. By the way,
1: if Cuomo didn't, put words in his mouth we wouldn't even know who howard zucker was
0: well there were he, a couple. He was a company man where andy kind of publicized him that dancing thing a couple of years ago where he talked about howard zucker i think couldn't dance for example you remember that like uh, other fake. people can Yeah. yeah no yeah but we got to know howard zucker a bit at that time a couple of years ago unfortunately a lot better as it turned out during the covid prices and now he seems to be
1: paying the price at least well to be the state's doctor to be the state's doctor uh the question you have to ask yourself was would you go to him as your would personal you go doctor to him?
0: Howard Sturman would you go to Howard Zucker no no <laughs> that about I guess solves no. the issue right there basically yeah
1: yeah uh okay. I you know you want somebody that's going to talk straight do you uh, good or bad. Uh, that's the kind of doctor most people would like. Uh, and Howard Zucker has not shown that kind of propensity to uh, to speak straight.
0: Kathy Hochul seems to be shoring up her left flank because people like New York City public advocate Jumani Williams might be interested in running for governor. He ran against her for lieutenant governor last time around, and she beat him pretty handily. But word is Jumani has been out and about talking to potential donors. He's had trouble raising money seemingly for higher office through the years, but just trying to get a feel of if he did run for governor, what kind of money could he raise? Whose support could he get? We also hear that Yonkers Mayor Mike Spano might be interested in throwing his hat into the ring. And here's one somewhat out of the blue or maybe the environmental green far left, I guess, State Senator Alexandra Bianchi seems to be interested in possibly running for governor. She was a big Cuomo critic down the stretch the final months of the Cuomo administration because of the alleged sexual harassment. She, of course, is a close confidant of AOC Congresswoman, Bronx and Queens Congresswoman Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, who, of course, grew up in Westchester in northern Westchester, what do you make of all these names seemingly coming out of the woodwork right now who might possibly run for governor and then we have a true dark horse candidate locally here maybe in county executive George Latimer which that could go one way or another he seems not to be interested at the moment but a real dark horse kinds of he just kind of a dark horse looks at things sizes things up and then finally makes his run late down the stretch how do you size up all of this right now here as we hit the final quarter of 2021? Uh,
1: A lot of these people are legends in their own minds. uh, And uh, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors there. They want to say that they ran for governor uh, or they considered running for governor. uh, But at the end of the day, I think there's going to be at least another 10 Democratic candidates. 10? Yeah, a minimum. Uh, How
0: does Kathy Hochul survive
1: that then? She She doesn't. She doesn't. I don't see her getting reelected.
0: You don't. Do you no. see her being the nominee? Uh,
1: I'm not sure of that. I'm not sure of that. Because technically she never really won statewide office. She, she actually was on the coattails of Andrew Cuomo. Right. So it's not like she's a proven uh, winner. Nobody knows what she could do in a statewide election.
0: So why are the Democrats in such, I don't want to use the term disarray, but everything's so up in the air about all of this when they are the incumbent party, basically, mostly statewide in the areas of this state that matter the most, downstate, yet so many people seem to have their sights set on Albany, on the governor's share, the governor's mansion and taking direct aim at Kathy Hokel.
1: Well, first of all, it's uh, most of these people, it's a big pay increase uh you could start there uh certainly visibility for the future uh uh is it's you know being the governor of the state of New York is not a, a small job uh and uh so yeah there it's look this is way too early we're we're talking about we don't even know all the candidates we don't know what part of the party is going to pull away from Hochul, uh and look to another candidate. Um, you know, right now it's fun to talk about, but, you know, the, do we know that George Latimer is going to run again? No, we don't know that. Um, you know, he's coming into his final term. He's running for his final term. Um, and uh, what's he going to do four years later from now? It's, actually, it's only two years he has to run. Uh, I don't know if he wants to do it. You know,
0: Monty Williams, the word is that he's trying also to get a leg up on Letitia James, the state attorney general who was instrumental in the downfall of Andrew Cuomo. So you see that battle on the left wing side of the party right there going on. She
1: has she has the name recognition that none of the other ones do.
0: Right. Uh, Monty wants to get a leg up on. that.
1: You know, if you didn't mention a name, 90 percent of the people that are listening to this would not know who the heck he is
0: unless you live in new york city then you still might not know who he still was. not Uh, Although he does appear on Tucker Carlson sometimes, he seems to be good friends with Tucker, even though politically their viewpoints are very vastly divergent. Howard Sturman is the publisher and CEO of the Houndtown Media Group here in Westchester. Hometown Media Group with a variety of online publications covering the Sound Shore area and also longtime political analyst at 1460 AM WVOX Radio in New Rochelle. Howard Sturman, always a pleasure to have you here on Westchester Talk Radio. This is the Cup of Joe political show. George Latimer, his race for re-election against Christine Sculte, the Republican candidate who worked in the administration of one-time County Executive Rob Astorino and former Yonkers Mayor Phil Amicone a few years back. It seems like George Latimer might win this race 99% to 1%. We don't see much of Christine Sculte. Why? Why would you, and seemingly she seems to be a sacrificial lamb, why would anyone want to be a sacrificial lamb and have that on their resume?
1: Well, most people that run for office that don't have a a high likelihood of winning are doing it because they've been promised to point a job somewhere. Uh, And, you know, the old days, it used to be judgeships for a lot of these lawyers that were running for office. We know you're going to lose but we're going to have you nominated as a Supreme Court judge or a county judge. Uh, So look, I don't, I don't know. I honestly haven't spoken to Christine. um, And uh, I don't know whether, um, you know, what her motives are. Uh, I know that she wouldn't have done this to lose 99 to one. And I don't think that'll ever happen. Um, But she could get she could get upwards of 35 percent of the vote, even though this campaign is going to be a very, very low turnout.
0: All right. But you still get 35 percent of the vote. That's losing by a lot. Still, you understand. Well, that's
1: the Republican registration that are going to vote uh, for her because they're they can't see them, themselves uh, pushing the Democratic lever.
0: Tim Idoni for County. Flerk, he seems to be a shoe-in, I guess, right after holding on yeah, primary Yeah, I would
1: say so. Look, yeah. he deserves to be. Uh, he has moved uh, that office into the 21st century. Uh, it's a smooth-running operation. Uh, he's an excellent administrator. Uh, he comes from an administrative background to begin with, uh, and uh, he deserves to win because uh, he has the experience Uh, If you're going to turn this over to somebody, uh, because nobody really knows what the county clerk does, Uh, and if you want, I can go into some of the things that they handle. Go
0: right ahead.
1: Uh, All right. Well, first of all, they are uh, responsible for every mortgage that's recorded, every deed that's recorded. Uh, Lawsuits are filed with the county clerk. Marriage Uh, licenses. Marriage licenses uh there are it just goes on and on what he does. Now, for example, if you were buying a new home and when you go to the title company that comes to your home, you know to do your closing, they search the county records uh, to see if there are any liens that that nobody has uh, disclosed. They are a very important arm of, of what we do here in the county. Uh, and in a lot of cases, it's even more important than the county executive uh, because more
0: important than the county executive.
1: Right. The county executive is somewhat of a figurehead. Uh, he's not even the administrator. He has a deputy county executive uh, like and the Jenkins.
0: president.
1: That's right. Okay. Uh, like the president has a chief of staff, the cabinet members uh, report to the chief of staff uh, in, in Washington, uh, all this, the uh, commissioners report to Ken Jenkins. Um, so uh, legislation is done by the county board of legislators. Uh, so it's not as much of an administrative job, um, not taking any away from the title. Uh, it's an important title, uh, but um, it's not the same uh iadoni has to has to run that show uh even though he has assistance just like uh the county executive does um but it's a big operation
0: harrison mayor's supervisor ron belmont is stepping down after a number of years in office that seems to be one of the key races in the county too
1: yeah i i would say that's the race to watch here um um, it's Frank Gordon versus uh, the Democrat running against uh, Richard uh, Um And uh, the smart money says this is a nail-biter.
0: Mm-hmm. Does Gordon have more of a chance than you would think a Democrat might in modern-day Harrison?
1: Yes. Yeah, because modern-day Harrison is not the same as Harrison of old days. The Republican margin that they used to have has dwindled dramatically.
0: And that's due to a population change and I guess younger people coming in too,
1: correct? That's right, that's right. Places
0: like Harrison, places like Purchase, for example. Also, yeah. you get out of Harrison, you get into, I guess, a little above the Armonk area as well too with Mike Shaliro, where he is in office as the town as the supervisor yeah. there also too. You know, Look, all
1: the all the towns, were, Rye was uh, had a Republican margin, uh, right now, they have democratic. Uh, they have a democratic mayor. Um, Eastchester barely holds on to their Republican margin. Um, the you know the latest registration of the Democrats has increased dramatically in this county as well as in this state, um, and some of it chalk it to motor voter uh, registration. Uh, there are a variety of reasons. Uh, but when someone runs on a democratic ticket, not only do they look to get votes, they look to get registration also. Mm-hmm. So this is uh this is a concerted effort to control the electorate because at the end of the day, most people don't know much about any of these candidates, and they vote their party affiliation.
0: I see the way North Castle has changed the last 30 years or so, which was Very Republican, late 80s, early 90s, and you had the influx of people coming from places like Manhattan and New York City and other locales around the tri-state area, a younger crowd, a lot of the Wall Street crowd going to a place like Armonk. yet a Republican like Mike Chalero can keep getting elected because... He's just a little right of center, I guess, not very conservative. And that is, nowadays, if you're a Republican, I guess it's what you have to do around Westchester to be in office.
1: Yeah, uh, you you certainly can't be a conservative, uh, and that makes it a lot tougher. Uh, And people want to see, look, I think the average person really wants to see, whether it's a Democrat or Republican, somebody that can can weigh both sides of the aisle and come up to, with an educated decision. Uh, and, uh, you know, we don't get that because either people are way left or way right, uh, and the middle is disappearing. Uh, I mean, if you look in Congress right now, uh, I believe this $3.5 trillion bill, has, as it should be, is, is in trouble. Um, and when you start seeing people like Bernie Sanders Saying hold hold your horses, everybody! I want to. I don't want to see this bill come up. I don't want to go bring bring it on a vote now. Uh, there is a lot of dissension amongst the party, uh, and Biden has tried very hard to be a progressive here because he thinks they are the voice, the the mouse that roared. I would say uh, because they are a minority in the in the in the Congress, uh, but their voices are louder than some of the majority. Bedford
0: supervisors race another one to keep an eye on further north in the county councilwoman and deputy town supervisor Ellen Kalves, the Democrat, takes on Republican Don Scott. Ellen Kalves defeated the current incumbent, Marianne Carr, in the Democratic primary. Carr took office after Chris Burdick won election to the state assembly last November. As we, you know, you talked about Joe Biden a second ago, brought up the president of the United States His standing around Westchester right now in the wake of the southern border crisis, Afghanistan, inflation, and more. Do Westchester Rice, who solidly supported Joe Biden against (coughs) Donald Trump, seem to be having any buyer's remorse or look at the fund at this point?
1: I don't think any clear-headed thinking person doesn't question Joe Biden's abilities at this state. You know what? This is no longer about Donald Trump. This is about: is is he protecting us? Uh, do you feel more secure than you did before? Um, and that's going to be a question. Now, it depends on who the Republicans put up. All right. Biden. I, I think the the Democrats and Republicans in Westchester are a lot more. Uh, thoughtful uh, voters than most other places uh i think they weigh the pros and cons yes there are some you know people that look at anything and they keep saying that uh, it's donald trump's fault that biden is not doing well as a president um and those people aren't really thinking it out um but there are people that are saying whoa what's this guy doing
0: Port police have implemented a registry for people with special needs, a la Croton, a la Harrison. All the talk over the last 18 months about reimagining policing. Does this fall in line with that, at least to some extent?
1: Well, this is a progressive movement. Uh, Reimagining policing, uh, I think, is a misnomer. Uh, There's no imagination here. Uh, it's it's very clear what the goal is is to take some of the teeth out of uh, uh, the police force. Now look, George Soros has supported um, Democrats uh, running for he focused on one job, District attorney. He has been exceptionally successful in funding those jobs for district attorney. Why? Because the district attorney sets the stage for what kind of police force we have if you have a police force that knows no matter who they pick up for an alleged crime that the DA is going to drop the charges or give them a pat on the back and say you know be a good boy and come back don't have, don't come back here again what's their incentive to risk their lives arresting people so you have it's not just the police it's the whole judicial system that needs that has been revamped, and you see it more in some other states than New York, uh, but it's starting to get here also. Um, I mean, if you look at uh, St. Louis uh, and you, you look at Chicago and you look at DC, um, convicts are being re- there. it's like a, it's almost like a um, an immigration thing, you know, uh, uh, release and uh, um, or catch and release. Um, so it's, it's very concerning, and, I, and uh, since you know that the murder rate in the United States overall is up 30 percent, it's a problem. It's a problem, and as long as the media is complicit with whitewashing and not asking the hard questions, uh, we're going to keep going in this direction.
0: Howard Sturman, what is next for Andrew Cuomo?
1: Well, I hope he catches a fish. I saw he was fishing with his dog recently, his uh, new best friend. Uh, and, what happened uh, to the
0: old dog? Never no, I think a that's Captain. Ass. I he think, think that's sent Captain. Packing, right? When he got sent packing, he sent that Well,
1: guy. yeah, he, he, he wasn't too loyal to him, but I think Captain uh, went where he gets his meals. Uh, so he came back. Um, but there was a photograph recently of him on a fishing boat with, uh, with Captain. Uh, But what happens to him? Uh, I think he's going to slowly fade into the uh, into the woodwork uh, like a lot of uh, disgraced politicians have.
0: All right. Captain came back. He's back with Andrew Cuomo. Many say that Andrew Cuomo wants to be back and run for office again, like maybe governor again. Could he throw his hat into the ring for 2022 against Kathy Hochul or not this time around, at least?
1: Well, he's certainly capable of doing that. He's got a war chest uh, that, you know, hers is dwarfed by what he has. Uh, he's certainly capable of doing it. I don't know if the electorate would, electorate would be uh, willing to give him another chance. Uh, I would doubt it. But, uh, you know, in this crazy world that we live in, and it is crazy, uh, I never say never.
0: Easy come, easy go, as Bobby Sherman once sang in 1970, yeah. <laughs> right? There you go. That's right. Although he is gone, but might come back, maybe. We'll see. Howard Sturman, got to have you back again here in a few weeks, okay? Much appreciated.
1: All right, John. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, I hope all your listeners have a safe and pleasurable day.
0: And by the way, belated Las happy holidays to you and yours.
1: Thank you, thank you,
0: thank all you. All right, Howard, all the best in the new year, and of course, we are moving, like we said, towards the final months now of twenty. 21, and we look for a better 22 for everybody, all the way around. Howard Sturman, the publisher and CEO, hometown media group, Sound Shore area of Westchester. All of his publications are online. Longtime political. Well, they're also
1: printed, John. They're also and printed. printed too. Yep. Yes. So yep. we still are uh, printing. Uh, people still like to hold the newspaper in their hands,
0: like I do, for example. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I tried uh, the online reading thing for a bit. It didn't work for me, so.
1: Yeah, It just doesn't work
0: for me. You don't get the sidebars really online or a look at everything overall or a chance to put everything, kind of line things up, put it in perspective. I have to have that physical paper with me. Or as I've told people, I think when I'm finally done on this earth, you'll likely find me in a Starbucks or a Panera Bread in a nice, comfortable seat stretched out with a newspaper over me.
1: Okay, well, that's, that's a way to go if you.
0: <laughs> if, if you got to go well, to me that's a good way to go.
1: Actually. It's in the top three hundred yeah. ways yeah. to go
0: I, it's, uh, near the near the top of my list of how to go.
1: Yeah.
0: It, right, Howard Sturman, also longtime political analyst at fourteen sixty AM WVox Radio in New Rochelle. Howard, we thank you here on the Cup of Joe political show. I'm John Marino, Westchester Talk Radio, produced by Shock Creative, made possible by Robeson oil the House that's Service Built by Glipola's Electric. Don't be left in the dark. Get Glipola's by Hightower Westchester, managing your wealth to a fiduciary standard. By Tompkins Mayo Bank, by White Plains Hospital, and by Michael Labriola, landscape design and construction of Armonk. Yes, here we are in Westchester Talk Radio. We have our new app, too, downloaded. It's called Westchester Talk. Take it with you anywhere and everywhere you go. And catch all of our Westchester, Rockland, Putnam & Dutchess, Orange, and Fairfield County programming on our YouTube channel, Shark Creative YouTube. You're listening to Westchester Talk Radio. Powered by Shark Media, a division of Shark Creative. And made possible by Entergy, Indian Point Energy Center. Visit safesecurevinyl.com.